Welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we believe you are here for a reason and it's your job to discover it. Hi, I'm Haley and I'm here to help. I knew exactly why I was put on this earth and I believe you should too. Let's get going. Hey everyone, it is wonderful to have you back. Today, we are going to have a wonderful conversation. What I'm not going to say is that we're going to dive in. I'm not going to say that because, as you guys know, I am doing my community right now, and particularly in the Bible study days, I have been saying dive in probably 42 million times each. So we're not going to dive in today. We are going to talk about something, but we're not diving in. Let's be clear, okay? So all of you in my community that are listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I see that I'm doing it. I'm going to implement changes coming in the future. We shall see. Anyway, I'm just teasing, but seriously, let's dive in. Just kidding. Okay, so today we're going to have a wonderful conversation about staying connected to God. Now, as you guys know, this is a huge passion of mine. It's why I created the Redemption Unveiled community. If you, just a heads up, if you are interested, you want to join, you can't join right now, but if you are interested, you should go to redemptionunveiledcommunity.com, get on the wait list, and I can let you know here maybe in a few months if I open it back up, and you can be informed when that happens. So redemptionunveiledcommunity.com is where you need to find that. But as you guys know, one of the main reasons I created that that community is because I want to find a way as much as possible to meet busy women where they're at and equip them and encourage them and enable them to feel and stay connected to God and even as they are busy. And I know that that is, it is easier said than done, but I also know that a huge part of this problem is our approach and our mindset with our faith. And today I want to talk about that as really challenging each and every single one of us to to take a different approach with our faith. And just to get started, I want to share a bit of my journey. So as you guys know, I have been in the Christian culture my entire life. You know, from a young age, as soon as I started hearing about God, I loved him. I've always loved God. I have definitely questioned, had seasons of doubt, frustration, anger, but at the end of the day, I have come to the conclusion that my God is good and I love him, okay? So this lifestyle of living with God has been my entire life. However, what has not been my entire life was feeling at peace and connected and in real relationship with him. So it definitely took me a journey of discovering how to live life with him in a way that really is free in a way that really is real and not this. So if you're a Christian, you might be able to understand this. It was felt like a pendulum where I would swing in the direction of really trying my best, you know, really seeking him, really trying to stay focused and really, and then it would seem like life would get busy or life would get hard or life would get overwhelming. And I would feel almost like I would pendulum the other way and felt all of a sudden disconnected from him, and then I would almost feel shame, and I would have to, you know, really change my schedule and really try to pendulum back to get over on this other side where I love to be. I love to feel like I was really 
focusing on God and really doing what he wanted me to do. And almost from a strength position where I was like, yes, I am doing good because I'm doing all these things that God wants me to do. But yet then life would come or life would get busy. And like I said, I would pendulum the other way and then feel bad. And I just felt like for years, that's kind of how I went, like back and forth, back and forth, where felt like no matter what I did, I would always pendulum back. Wait, I lost it. I'm not focused anymore on my faith. And that is something that I actually don't feel we're called to live. And I do not live like that anymore. You guys need to understand it has been years since I have lived like that. I do not live like that. I don't feel like that. I don't actually believe that that is how we're called to live. And I was just thinking about that recently, and I really believe God is teaching me some wording, like some phrase or some language to help teach this approach that I live. And I want to dive. No, I don't want to dive in. I'm not diving. I'm going to gently enter the waters of this conversation, okay? That's what I'm going to do. No, I I want to talk about this today because there's so much power in sharing these things that God does in our lives. So today I want to talk about how to change our life approach from this connected, disconnected, connected, disconnected, connected, disconnected with our faith to living a life where every day you wake up feeling connected to God. Okay? That's what we're going to do today. So what I want to discuss first is the approach of doing for God and being in his will is not the goal. Okay? Now, I know the scriptures talk about how important works are. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I actually am a believer that our works are important. I believe what we do matters. I believe that that is definitely something to be aware of and also something to own that it is important. Okay? So I'm not one of those people that thinks, oh, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just all a matter of what's in your heart. I do think our works are important. However, our works are not as important as something else. Okay, what is it? Our works are outward choices that other people can see. Okay? And it matters what we do. What matters even more, though, is why we do it. (laughs) Why are we doing the thing that we're doing. Because, and I've talked about this before, and I will talk about it again, okay? Because it's so powerful. Let's say that I want to give a gift to a friend, okay? Let's say I've got my friend, Sally Sue, and Sally Sue, I want to give her a gift to my friend, right? Well, what if I give her this great gift and she's so happy, it makes her feel so loved, but yet at the end of the day, when I go to bed, I know that Sally Sue owes me something and she better treat me a certain way because I gave her a gift. That's not really a gift, right? That is me manipulating my friend, Sally Sue, in order to get something in return. Same thing. What if I am volunteering at my church service, okay? I like to get there early and I like to stay late. That is a wonderful thing to do. But what if I'm only doing it because there is a guy there that I like to spend time with that is not my husband? That's not beautiful anymore, right? That's why 
Our sweet God really encourages us to be honest about what's going on within us, okay? So today, I want to really challenge you, I am challenging you today to pay attention to three things inside of you that if you can grasp this, okay, if you can grasp, if you if you don't listen to another podcast that I do, but you grab a hold of this and you live it, it will change your life, okay? And it will not be fun at first, but then eventually it will be really fun. <laughs> the life-changing shift that I made was instead of worrying so much about my actions, I started dealing with the reality of my heart. I had spent a lot of years not dealing with the reality of my heart because the reality of my heart had issues and sometimes I didn't always do things for the purest of reasons. I didn't always feel the perfect way that I you know, knew I should feel. And it was more fun for me to be able to, to focus on my actions because my actions could be controlled, but my feelings and my internal world could not. Does that make sense? If I have feelings for a guy that's not my husband, I don't have to act on that. But the fact that I still have feelings for it is a thing. So oftentimes we focus on the actions and we don't focus on the feeling. Does it make sense? Okay. I want you to understand what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not trying to shame you for what is going on in you. I'm trying to say that it's important. So there are three things that if you can learn about your life and about your internal world, okay, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your story you're telling yourself. If you can pay attention and learn how to deal with these three things, it will revolutionize your life with God. And the first one I want to talk about is the fun one, in my opinion, because a lot of times it's a positive one, okay? So the first thing I want you guys to start really noticing is the stirring. Have you ever had a moment where you are driving or you're in praise and worship or you're getting ready, you're in the shower, you just had this moment that you have this idea, you have this thought, and this idea and this thought may or may not sound crazy, it may or may not sound exciting, but something in you like pauses, like what is that thought? But there's almost this thought in you that feels like it is perhaps even random, but something feels like it's it's drawing you to that thought, right? And it almost causes a stirring within you and an excitement, right? And it's easy sometimes for these thoughts to be, you know, we can push them aside or we can look at them. But one of the best ways that God will present to us like what we're supposed to do in our life is this simple kind of whisper or this stirring that sometimes, like I said, is random, but you just listen and you think, hmm, what is this going on in me? And I think we are all busy. It is not bad to be busy. You guys will not hear me tell you it's bad to be busy, okay? Because I actually think that God's okay if we are doing works and we're living our life. It's not bad to be busy. It is bad to live distracted, okay? And as Christians, we need to be focused that we are here for a reason and our life matters. And we need to be intentional about what we're spending our time on. So it's okay to have a lot going on. It's not okay to be distracted from your purpose and your destiny on this earth, right? 
So the first thing that I want you guys to do this week is to pay attention to your stirring. When you're doing the dishes and you just have a quiet moment, you know, maybe a three-minute moment of quiet, and you still your mind, you quiet your mind, is there a thought that keeps rising up in you? Are you supposed to do something kind for someone? Are you supposed to call someone and have a conversation with them? Maybe, you know, that you don't necessarily want to have. Are you supposed to start a new business? Are you supposed to move? Are you supposed to sell your house? Are you supposed to get a new job? Are you supposed to have a conversation with your spouse? Are you supposed to have a conversation with your child? Does that make sense? These This stirring that sometimes is exciting, but sometimes it's not even about exciting, but there, it feels like this thing inside of you that you feel if you pay attention, you actually need to give it some attention. Okay. So that's the first thing. I want you to pay attention to your stirring. Okay. The second thing that I want you to pay attention to is I want you to pay attention to your stewing. Do you know what I mean by stewing? Because if you, I don't know about you, but I hear that word. I think about these moments when I am on something. It's a thought. It's an injustice. It's a person who's not treated me right. It's a thing in the world that's not right. It's just that kind of angry, angry stewing where you're simmering in the comfort of the anger. Okay. We all, you know, you do it. I know I do it. Okay. We all have moments, days, perhaps even weeks for some, where we are just sitting and stewing in this injustice, in this storyline that we tell ourselves that we have been treated wrong or there has been something done wrong and we just stew. Okay. Stewing is a little bit of a victim mentality most of the time. And in in some cases, guys, we are true victims. There are times that you know someone has done something to you that is not kind. They did something wrong. And sometimes it's just straight up, they were wrong, you were right, right? There's things going on in the world right now that feel like major injustices. And it's very easy to stew, You know, if you're on social media, if you're on the news, if you hear conversations, if you see people's opinions, it's so easy to stew, right? Now, the problem with stewing is not bad. Again, our our internal world does not need to be denied or hidden, okay? But it does need to be understood. And so I really want to encourage you, my friends, stewing, we do not have to be ashamed of stewing, or wanting to stew, okay, of that simmering in our anger. However, we do need to recognize when we are in a moment of stewing and we need to decide how we're going to handle it and what we tell ourselves during that moment because this is so powerful. I always say the things that we plant in our life that we don't feel in moments of time that we don't feel what we're choosing but we choose it, they're like 10 times more powerful than the things like it's easy for me to love my friend who is 
an amazing friend and awesome and so kind and so wonderful. But what about the friend that isn't so kind? What about the friend that let me down? What about the friend that hurt me? What about the friend that betrayed me, right? So what happens? What do I do in those moments of stewing? Do you love the Redemption Unveiled podcast? Are you excited every Wednesday morning when it comes out? Let me tell you where you belong. You belong with me in the Redemption Unveiled community. We are a group of women who are dedicated to staying connected to God, even though we're really busy. Every Monday, we start our week off right with a Monday Mindset podcast. And every Thursday, we dive into God's Word to see what we can find. With ongoing prayer support and an Instagram for communication, I absolutely love it. And I want you to be a part if it sounds fun to you. Unfortunately, it's not open to join now. However, you're going to want to get on the wait list because that is going to give you the best deal and the earliest access. So head over to redemptionunveiledcommunity.com today and get on that wait list. I'm so excited to have you be a part. Let's get back to today's episode. So here's what I want to encourage you guys to do. Instead of having this Christian mindset where we think the best thing we can do is do something for God, I want you guys to understand your stewing moments should not be separated from your faith. So many of us, when we get in this mode, it's like we get on a raft and sit on the lazy river and we let ourselves just go with our thoughts And sometimes we will just let ourselves coast on our thoughts for hours, days, weeks. And we will just say, yep, that's the truth because that's what happened. We cannot do that, my friends. If you are a Christian, you are not called to do that. You are called to lay down your cross and follow him. You are called to do so many things that suck. And that is the Christian faith. If you don't want to do those things, you know, I actually believe you should get to do whatever you want with your life. But don't call yourself a Christian right? Don't say, I have this faith that challenges me and that I'm living this life and God's will be done. But yet you're not willing to do what it takes to become redeemed and become the free free person that God has asked you to be. Now, stewing is an invitation to get off the lazy river. To You're not making up a story. You're not saying, oh, they didn't hurt me. You're not saying, oh, that they didn't do anything wrong. You're not saying that. You're saying, I see what they did what they did hurt me, or was wrong, whatever. However, that does not change the truth. And it's your job to fight for the truth. It's your job to go to God and say, God, what is the truth here? How do I love this person without just creating a story that's not true? Because that is your journey, okay? I'm not one to live in la-la lands. I'm not saying we just stop stewing and saying, oh, this is perfect. I have no feelings about this. No, that's what is actually powerful about it, guys, is when we say, I completely am hurt and broken and they hurt my feelings and they did this and it hurts, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to just choose anger to give me a free ride down the lazy river where I get to do nothing and get to just be completely in the right. I'm going to get off the lazy river and I'm going to say, yes, I am hurt. Yes, I am angry, but outside of that, I'm a Christian and God is teaching me something in this moment about loving people who have hurt me. Can anyone understand how many times Jesus chose to love people that hurt him? 
And yet so often in our own life, in our day-to-day life, we do not make ourselves love people who hurt us. We do not make ourselves love people that disappoint us. We do not make ourselves love the enemy, right? Because we're like, no, we don't have to do that. They're wrong. So here's the thing. Stewing is a time when so many people don't feel connected to God because when they are stewing, they get on the lazy river. They don't care what God asks them to do. And they let them their own thoughts completely be their God. They let their anger be their God. You, if you are a Christian, you are not called to let your anger be your God. You're not called to let being right be your God. You are called to stop get off that raft, to get off the lazy river and say, okay, God, I feel with everything in me that I want to just feel how I feel. But in this moment, what is your truth? And I'm going to choose your truth over my truth because that is where power and freedom lies for me. And you are my God. My anger is not my God. My being right is not my God. You are my God. And I will choose your will and purpose for my life. Okay? Now, the last thing I want to touch on today, and of course, these are huge issues that we could go on forever about, but, you know, we only have one podcast here today. So the last thing I want to talk on is stressing. Being connected with God. So often, we do not let God into our stressing. Stewing and stressing are very similar in the way that it, we will actually tell ourselves that we don't have control because the circumstance is what it is, okay? So perhaps financially, perhaps in a relationship you're stressed. It's not the same as stewing because stewing is that real shame-based where you feel you're right and someone's wrong. So stewing is a little bit more shame-based, Stressing is a little bit more fear-based, okay? So stressing is me afraid of how things are going to turn out. And my anxiety is taking control. My anxiety wants control. And I'm realizing I'm not in control. And that's only making the spiral worse, right? So stressing is really just fear. And we are not called to live in a spirit of fear. We're not. God is not afraid for us. God knows he can heal and God knows he has a plan for us. And yet so many of us, when it comes to stewing and when it comes to stressing, do not let God into those moments, okay? And what I want to tell you, the key, one of the huge keys of not feeling disconnected from God is not learning not to stew and not to stress because that's not possible. It's learning to recognize when you are stressing, when you are stewing, so that you don't just get on a lazy river and let yourself go free, right? With stressing, I always view it as almost like a spiral. When I feel stressed, I feel confused. I feel like I'm free, like falling. I guess like I'm falling and I'm twirling and I'm trying to grab something that makes it feel safe again. But a lot of times when I am stressed, it feels like nothing can solve the problem until I have an answer to my problem, right? That's not the truth. Okay, God has called us for a solid ground. God has called us for living solid. God has called us for peace. 
so he talks about how we're actually called to live above the storm. And when you walk with God a long time, that gets to become doable. I don't mean that means you become detached because it's not about detachment and it's not about not caring. That's guys, that's what gets so exciting. And that's what I want you to, to really understand. So many of us, when we live a life that I used to live where I would pendulum, I would really focus on those stirring moments, right? So I would be like, oh, God told me to do something. And I would pendulum and I would really like, oh, I'm going to dive and I'm going to do it. And I did have a pretty good, a pretty good history with God of saying, oh, when you speak to me, I'll do it. So those stirring moments I would embrace. But it, when it came to the stewing moments and the stressing moments, I would, I would become inward and I would stop giving those over to him, you see? And I would separate him out for a second. In those minutes, I would get on the lazy river and I would let my mind go free. I would let my, and not even my actions, see? Okay, I might, if I had anger or something with someone, it's not like I would necessarily act on it. Maybe in time, I would get myself under control. But I would certainly for a while let myself be free to think whatever I felt with no self-control, okay? So this is what I'm talking about, about staying connected to God, right? Staying connected to God in these moments where you are stewing, you are stressing, you're stewing and you feel so angry with the situation, or you're stressing and you feel so anxious about the situation, These are beautiful moments to be connected with God. And these are the very moments that you will feel as if you do not want to hear what he has to say. Because when you're angry, it feels like he's belittling how you feel. And when you're stressed, it also feels like he's belittling the importance of the issue, right? And so we have to decide, do we believe our God is good? Do we believe he is our father? Do we believe we can trust him? Is he actually our God? That's something that I want to ask you all that I've actually asked myself many times. Is he your God or is he not? Because it's perfectly fine if he's not your God, but if he is your God, you should make him your God, right? And that involves not just obeying those still moments that you feel stirring in your inner world where God is speaking to you and you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this thing. That's awesome if you had those moments. But where your life will really explode, where your life with God will really explode is when you realize you no longer separate your stewing and your stressing from God. Where when you are stewing and you recognize you are stewing, you look at yourself in the mirror and you get yourself in line and you get yourself off the lazy river of thought and you tell yourself, I do not feel this way, but I am going to choose truth and I'm going to find the scriptures that are truth about love and hope and faith and kindness and goodness and forgiveness and all of those things. And I'm going to believe it or read it or do whatever I need to do until my feelings change And I can get back on track and own that I am choosing that my God is my God, right? And then on the stressing, that when I am stressing and I am spiraling out of control and feel like I'm free falling and looking for something safe and secure, and I don't feel safe and secure, I feel completely anxious and stressed that I can go and I will find my scriptures that talk about God taking care of me, that talk about not needing to worry, that talk about 
how good he is and how safe his plan is for me and that he does have a plan for me. And I will read that and choose it and believe it, even though I don't feel it until I feel it, right? And this has been life-changing. There's many other things that I also, you know, walk with God. But these are two life-changing things, guys. If you just implement these things in your life, it will change your life. Do not only feel connected to God when everything is warm and fuzzy and you're having a nice, beautiful moment during praise and worship. That's not our faith. Our faith is the stress. Our faith is the stewing. That's where your life will be revolutionized and radicalized because you will finally know that you are living life with him even when it's not a perfect moment of praise and worship, right? Because how many of those perfect moments do we really get? How many perfect moments of prayer do you really get? You need to find a way to invite him into the life you're really living, not this idea of perfection that you can pendulum over to the side and be this perfect Christian all the time. You're not that perfect Christian. There's no shame in that. But you have to find a way to invite God into the imperfection and let him heal you and let him be your God, right? Because that's what you say he is. Okie dokie. Haley got a little fired up today. I loved this. I love this conversation. Thank you all. I'll see you here next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're wondering what does Redemption Unveiled mean? Well, it comes from Romans 8, where it says creation is waiting for the children of God to be unveiled. You see, ever since Adam and Eve made that little mistake they made, humanity has been hiding themselves from God. Actually, Jesus even tells us that many people will be surprised that he says, I do not know you. I do not know you. What if the greatest call on our life is to learn to stop hiding and to be known? And what, just what if the world is waiting on that? What if the world is waiting on you? I'm Haley. I am obsessed with this. And I'm happy to have you here. Of course, you can find me at Redemption Unveiled on all the socials. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, bye.